And then God calls you to a place you never, ever thought you would have to step into. And this place is not shiny like before. This place is not glorious like before. This place may actually cost you your life. When you get to this place, you may begin to reason things out. And this was what Esther was reasoning out. When this same Mordecai told her to conceal her identity to get into this contest, she didn't question Mordecai. But when Mordecai said that you have to step in on behalf of our race, you have to go before the king to express who you are and deliver a nation, she's like, hey, hold up, hold up. I have been in this palace. And for us who are in this palace, even the servants, this is what is common knowledge to us. It is common knowledge that you did not go before the king, as he calls you. So it's common knowledge that no man enters the inner court without being called by the king. See, if you enter without being called by the king, what is questioning whether you're in there by mistake, whether you just tumbled in there, whether you didn't know the law, or maybe you were drunk, or maybe you were so sick you weren't thinking right, or maybe something came over you. Maybe you were just running across the palace and you found yourself that there is no excuse once you get there on your own accord without the invitation of the king, you are gone. Goner. So Mordecai has to understand how this palace place operates. <laughs> Do you, think, do you think Mordecai did not know what she said and this was new to him? I think Mordecai knew. He knew. Yeah. yeah. Mordecai was, he, he's, been, he's been doing, you know, thinking smart all this time. He knew. He knew, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want you guys to see how we reason out things. And she wasn't wrong in this reasoning. She wasn't wrong. What she was saying was absolutely true. She wasn't lying. This is how it was. Not only are you a gunner, then for 30 days now. This is the other problem. This is the third problem. The first one is exposing myself for who I am. The second one is being killed if the king doesn't raise that golden scepter when I walk into the inner courts. Like that is the rule there. Number three, can you imagine? This is such bad timing, Mordecai. This is bad timing for 30 days. The king has not seen me, has not called me in. The circumstances weren't pleasant at all. For whatever reason, why? If it was like the night before I just left the king's chambers, then, you know, I would be so in the flow that, oh, I pleased the king. The king wanted to see me and we had a great time. But for 30 days, no nada. The king didn't talk to me. The king didn't want me around him like... 30 days for a whole month, you're in the same house with your husband and you've not seen him. For 30 days, there were crickets. Crickets! crickets. You don't know. What if he's upset about me? What if this decree that went out was actually done so that I could be exposed and be killed? What if the king knows something about me? What if the king found out my secret? Or what if during the course of this five years, the, the king is no longer interested in me? Maybe I'm not as cute anymore. Maybe I've gained some weight here. 
maybe his father, a good-looking side chick. <laughs> so understand that I'm not even sure if he will raise that golden scepter. Nobody goes in there. Even if I was to step in there for 30 days, this man has not asked for me. You know, I've not kissed him. He's going to be like, who is this stranger? What if he's sick? What if he can't see clearly? What if he's just upset? I don't even know his state of mind. All of this to say is that we can have so many reasons. We can have so many reasons when it comes to the tough things God is calling us to do. And I want to emphasize that, especially in the book of Esther, God was never mentioned, but it was implied. Next verse, please. Verse 13. Then Mordecai told them to return this answer to Esther. Do not flatter yourself that you shall escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. I love that. Sometimes you gotta be straight with people, see? <laughs> Don't think you all that, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been in that palace for too long. You forget that. <laughs> You once, yes, exactly. You once walked those, you know, those streets, those downtown streets with us. You once ate those uh, basic meals with us. You once dressed like us. In fact, in your blood flows this with us. So don't be so caught up in that world. How many of us, you know, you've progressed in life. You've gotten some degrees maybe, or you've climbed up that ladder and... Like I said, you're not like those people. You've been upgraded. You're like the Jew extra. You're not just the Jew. So you've got all this cut up. <laughs> you're used to eating that king food and wearing that royal apparel so much that you think that you'll be excluded. See, what is coming at us is not just something physical. It is spiritual. So throw away your pride. Wherever it is you place yourself, come off your high horse. Just step down and see that when this decree goes out and this killing is done, you will not be excluded. It's, they're going to find out who you are too. Next verse, please. Verse 14. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance shall arise for the Jews from elsewhere. But you and your father's house will perish. And who knows but that you have come to the kingdom for such a time Ooh. as this. And for this very occasion. For and such a time as this. We've been racing through to get to this verse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Esther, you may feel so comfortable where you are. But what you must know is that God is the one. Who delivers his people and you should be honored that he's placing you where he can use you to deliver his people Amen. Esther you should count it a privilege because God has options Amen. Amen. God will not leave salvation in the hands of any man no there will be a plan B for God there will be an option B for God so don't think that God will not provide a way to deliver our nation, our people, our race, our family. Don't think that God is just waiting on you and you're his only solution. You're his help. God has 
So many other people line up. If you don't fulfill it, the next person will come up. But it's your best advice to allow yourself be this plan A that God has made. Because see, if you allow yourself, not only will your family be blessed. Remember, Esther, you're going to have children for, for this king. You don't know the future. Not only will your family be blessed, but this people you call your people will also be blessed. See, when God blesses you, it is not just about you. Genesis 22, verse 18. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. God promised Abraham that Abraham will be blessed. God will use Abraham's offspring to bless the nations. When God blesses you, it is not for you to sit down and enjoy it all by yourself. Yes, he wants you to enjoy it. He wants you to be blessed with it. But God sees you as a channel through which he can bless others. Always remember that. Whatever you have, whatever voice you have, whatever position you have, whatever placement God has placed you, whatever resources God has given you, whatever the talents are, the gifts he has given to you, it's not just for you to enjoy them. It's for you to be a channel to blessing others. And when you get to that place where you are uncomfortable and God is telling you to use all that he has given you, whatever it is he has given you to be a blessing to others, you have come to a time. You have come to that time that is such a time as this. And everything that happened to you leading up to this place you are today, it is for such a time. Esther, when your time came, it wasn't when you were pronounced the wife of the king. That was in your time. Your time was when it became uncomfortable. Your time is when it became uncomfortable and you had to step out in faith to use your gifts, to use your voice, to use your position, your authority to deliver and to be a blessing. To God's people. That is what your time is about. That is when your time happened Esther. And so if you don't recognize. If you are so caught up in your world. If you feel. That this was all about you. Getting into that royal position. If you thought. That that was all it was about you. Then destruction will come. Not just to you. But your entire lineage. And this is the word of God to you. You were destined for such a time like this. God was preparing you for such a time like this. Your time comes in the place of a challenge, in a place where it might cost you even your life. That is when your time comes. And many of us forget when we are like, God, I want to be blessed. It's my time to be blessed. When you are crying out to God, God, this is my time to be blessed. Remember, your time of blessing is the time when God can flow through you to others. That is your time. And this was what Mordecai clearly stated to Esther. If you do not recognize that perhaps you were brought into the kingdom, perhaps you might be loved. We are brought to this place, to this position, in God's kingdom, in the earthly kingdom, 
in the U.S., in your city, in Texas, in California, in Florida, perhaps all along God brought you and placed you in this kingdom for such a time as this. This was what it was all about. This was the entire plan for this very occasion. It wasn't for all the glamours. Yes, you were blessed in all that. Oh, they would massage your feet. You would soak them in nice salt. They would put the best oils on you. Oh, you would drink the best wine. You would do the hairstyles that all the women would just be swept away. All the men would be like, oh, I want my wife to be like Queen Esther. You were gorgeous. You had the best planes. You drove the best cars. You had all the luxury, all the respect. People bowed down to you. Everybody desired Everybody want to be you. All of that was not your time, Esther. This is your time. Your time is a time when you will make a decision to allow the blessings that God has given you flow to others. Whether it will cost you your life, it does not matter. It does not matter whether the king has not seen you for 30 days. It does not matter. Mordecai was saying, see, this is not about all these nice stories you have to tell me. It's not about the rule in the king's house. Who can see the king? Who can enter the courts or they'll die? See, it's not about you right now, Esther. It's about an entire nation. It's about God's people. So suck it up. Understand what the mission is. Understand what it's always been about. And today I feel the Spirit of God telling each one of us. All along, we never imagined that we will be in this place we are today. We may feel like, you know what, I'm not Esther, I'm not highly placed, I'm not all of that. But see, God has given you a voice and you have an influence and you have gone through experiences. And God is bringing you to a place where it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable for you to even recognize that you are in a place of influence. You may be thinking it should be somebody else doing it. This reason I've not really attained that place. In Monica, I've not attained that place where I can be so sure that if I walk in, the king will lift up the scepter. See, um, Monica, I don't think that I am so in tune with the king um, because... For 30 days, he's not spoken to me. So I've not come to that place where I'm so sure that I'm secure. See, God has brought you to this place and you can't be reasoning so many things and be feeling like you're not fully equipped. But God is telling you that in this place, you are fully equipped. When there's a risk to take, you are fully equipped. It's not when it's comfortable. It's not when it's all about the beauty and the flowers and the roses, it's about the challenge. You step out of your comfort zone. It is about God's people. It's about recognizing that God wants to flow through you. And all along, he brought you to this place for such a time as this. Thank you, Jesus. And so if you will not listen to all the naysayers speaking in your head, if you will not look at all the things in the natural that are working against you. Oh, I'm not comfortable. No, I can't drive all the way there. Oh, oh, I can't talk for too long. The weather is really hot right now. Oh, I don't think I'm anointed enough. 
my house is not in order yet. You see, I have to take care of my home first. You know, God says first in Jerusalem, first in Judah, before all over the world. You may have all the scriptures, quote all the scriptures, but I'm telling you today that Mordecai had to tell Esther what Esther did not know. It could be that all along it is for such a time as this. And no matter what your excuses are, today, the Spirit of the Lord is sounding out to you that you were made, you were prepared, you went through all those experiences, the ups and downs, the good and the bad, the highs and lows, all of that was for such a time as this. So will you quit all these excuses? Will you stop flattering yourself? And will you go straight to business? Because you are for so much more. And this is your time. Amen. Amen. Next verse, please. Uh, 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 15. Then Esther told them to give this answer to Mordecai. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan mm. and fast for me and neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. I also and my maids will fast as you do. Then I will go to the king. Though so it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and did all that Esther had commanded them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So Esther obeyed. She yeah. sucked it up. She stopped flattering herself. She understood the assignment. She remembered that this was the voice of God speaking through a man. And she did not care about her position. She did not care about her placement in society, whether she was going to lose that. Hey, she didn't even care about her life anymore. It was about the assignment. And she began to step into a very spiritual atmosphere now. It wasn't about what the king could do. It wasn't about the laws within the palace. It wasn't about... He's not spoken to me for 30 days. It wasn't all about the reasons and the external things we look at to give excuses for not stepping up to the call. It was no longer about the physical things. Esther was now the one talking spiritual talk. Gather them together. Gather my people together. Fast for me. It became a spiritual walk. It became a spiritual assignment. It became a higher calling than just being fixated with the natural things. Whatever you have been through, my beloved, today I want you to begin to look at the higher call of God in your life. Look past all the things in the physical that are standing in your way. Because the enemy wants to have his way. Haman is a picture of the enemy that wants to come against not just you, your lineage, or the people of God. If you will have all these excuses, then you're partnering with Haman. You're doing exactly what Haman wants. Haman wants the people destroyed. Haman wants the people killed. So if you will have all these excuses not to step up, the enemy will get you. Not just you, the enemy will get your children. The enemy will get the people of God. The enemy will fulfill his plan against you. You don't know how that plan will come about. You don't know the future. Life was good before this attack came against you. You may think that it's not a personal attack, but what the enemy is doing around the world right now is coming against you. 
So instead of listening to voices which indicates that you are partnering with the enemy, because if you don't do that, then the enemy might have his way understand that God would raise somebody else. God will raise other people. You are not indisposable. You're not God. You can choose to recognize that this is what your time is all about and step into the spirit. Allow God to use you. Allow God to flow through you. Allow that which you have that has been a blessing to you and those around you to flow far wider. God wants your reach to be wide and he's calling you to a fast. He's calling you to a spiritual thought process. She said, fast for me, neither eat nor drink. So she's cutting off from all these physical things and she's asking these people to also join her in it. For three days, night or day, I also and my maids will fast as you do. We're not going to be eating all those yummy food anymore for three days. We're going to be just fooling into the spirit because we know that we need God. We recognize that when I step out there, I am not the one stepping out there. God is going ahead of me. He is only flowing through me as a physical vessel on the earth. God needs physical vessels to flow through. If I will step into the spirit and consecrate myself unto the Lord and focus in on what this timing is for him to use me, then I will fulfill my call. Then I will be walking in the timeline of God for my life. And it's not just going to benefit me. It's going to bless my generations. It's going to change things around me. Things I never thought I was in position to change. It's going to bring about a mighty move of God. Like I've never seen before. We don't know the end. This is what faith is about. You don't know what the end looks like. But you step out anyway. You step out in faith anyway. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But... You know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you, go for it, go grab your copy, please grab your copy, tell me about it, tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life, tell me what the Lord is doing.
win in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.